What's up, everybody? This is Carmine Davis, and you are listening uh, to The Carmine Davis Show. What's up? What's up? What's up? Okay, no. <laughs> what the fuck is up, y'all? Okay, so literally, okay. What a fucking week, okay? Um, I don't even know where to start, okay? So personally, I've been dealing with a lot of... Well, I haven't been dealing with a lot of bullshit. I've been presented with a lot of weird energy um, from a lot of weird people. Uh, But before we get into all that... Are new to the show, make sure you guys follow, subscribe, rate, and review this podcast because I don't do it for my health. Okay, so I just want to get that out the way. Um, check it out. So, recently I have been, uh, I'm getting ready to do a Friendsgiving this weekend. Um, I'm, it's my first Friendsgiving that I had, and you guys know I don't really fuck with people like that. Um, I don't really like to do events or stuff like that. I don't even like throwing birthday parties. I don't. I'm such a, I will go and, and come to people's events and stuff like that, but I am so, I don't, I don't think I'm antisocial because I'm clearly social. Um, I just don't really fuck with people like that, but I have literally found myself in a place of friends where I have such a support group. Um, and I'm thankful. So, and I'm thankful for them. Luna, stop. Y'all hear her like sniffling? She is such an attention seeker. Like this dog, this child, puppy child is Luna is like the worst. I can't do anything but sit around with her stank ass. Listen. Now she's crawling in her crate. Lay down. I'm recording. Pink is such a um if you don't know, I'm talking about my two puppies. Uh they're not puppies anymore, but Pink and Luna. Um Sit. Sit, Pink. Just go in the crate and lay down. Okay, I'm recording. Pink really is good about... You can tell she's the oldest. She knows exactly what I need and all that. <laughs> when she sees this mic goes up to my mouth, she knows to go into the, the crate, you know? But uh, um, anyway, so um, I, I finally think I found a group of people who I, whom I'm just really thankful for, whom I, I believe have real great intentions for me. And I promised myself during the pandemic that after when I get to a safe place or when we get back to some sort of normalcy that I would celebrate my friends more, um, be around them more and invite them into my space. Um, I'm very weird about my space. Um, I don't really fuck with people like that and their energies. I'm a very spiritual person. And again, if I haven't said it enough, I don't really fuck with people like that. Uh, I think people bring weird energy. I think people bring such a weird vibe. So, okay. You know, normally things have been so great lately. I'm like, okay, well, fuck it. You know, I'm going to bring people into my circle, into my life. I've built a really great home. Um, You know, Whatever, I, and I think I have a group of people who understand how hard I've worked and and understand how um, all the things that I've been through 
even from when I, I spoke about this on the show, maybe like a year ago, when the tree fell on the roof of my, um, the home that I, I shared in coming. And it was crazy. Like, that was such a crazy time for me. And after dealing with all that, getting back into a place where I am completely comfortable and not worried about every time a rain drop falls on my roof that a tree is going to fall in it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm okay. I feel good. This week, I, ha- I had invitations go out to my friends giving and all that. And then so I just got the last two weeks, a lot of people have just been immediately weird. That's the only thing I can think about is the only way to be able to express it is that bitches have been be- misbehaving and being fucking weird. I don't feel like I say this to people all the time. You have to be careful who you allow in your space and how, who you give opportunities to celebrate you. I, I show up for people. I do support people in my own way. Um, I don't, I believe in tit for tat kind of friendships after having friendships of people. I know who my inner circle is. I know who I can trust. I know there are people in my life who have always been there for me, um, in their own way. There are people who can't be there for you physically all the time because for whatever reason, but they'll show up financially for you or donate for your uh, causes. Or you have those friends who are completely opposite where they don't have any money, but they will show up for you. And then you have those people who will bring you um, resources, these people who will bring you some kind of, or if anything, me, I've always wanted my friends to root me on. I don't need any of those stuff. I'm okay with money. I'm okay with sources and resources and all those things. I don't really, I don't really be calling people for them to do shit for me. But all I ask is for people to support me, like root me on, wish me well for real. And I noticed that even with the show and my career and like my music career, the little stuff that I do in media and like social media and the stuff that I do day to day, just everyday jobs and all those things, everyday money, I don't get that back. So I am very conscious of who I invite to support me. Uh, and I'm a tit for tat friend. You know, you give me a little inch, I'm gonna give you a mile. But after that mile run out and you don't give me another inch, uh, it's fuck you. You know, cool, I'm taking a whole ruler back off the motherfucking table, bitch. You know what I'm saying? And that's cool because I do believe that people can only give you what they can give you and what they're able to give you. A lot of times people don't, and I'm ranting. This is not the, just the show. It's not a rant show. I'm going to get this out the way. I just want to tell y'all about my week. But I do believe that people do not honestly wish you well because they are not in a position where they can say me too, if that makes any sense. Or they can't, they don't want to see, or it's easy to, um, people don't want to compare themselves to you. You know, I go to all these people's events and all these things, and that's awesome. You know, I get half-ass invites and shit like that. Because people don't really want me in their circle, which is cool. Like, because I don't really want to be there anyway. That's the truth. Like, the reality about me and what I think is so weird is that you don't have to force an invite for me, bitch, because I don't want to go. You can be my best friend in the whole world. I swear to God, if you don't want me to come for whatever reason, 
you don't have enough money to take care of everybody or, you know, you know, I, fuck that. You don't have to invite me. I'm that one friend you can scratch out and just let me know, bitch. Hey, you know, it's about to be ratchet. I know how you get. I don't want you there. We ain't got our shit together. I don't want to present you some bullshit, you know, or bitch, I need all the money I can get. We can go out afterwards, but my family is coming and I only have enough to feed them, you know, like anything. Don't feel obligated to invite me any fucking where ever. Um, because I, I wouldn't invite you if I felt obligated. Now, on the same breath, I don't feel obligated to invite anybody. I do want everybody when I do something to come. Because I am the more the merrier type of person for the most part. And if I give you a real, if I give you an invitation for the most part, I don't mind you coming. But if you don't come, I don't give a fuck. Like, I, even from when I was in, like, school, I remember people always wanted to come to my birthday parties and wondered why they didn't get invited. My mom would be like, invite more people, invite more people. I'm like, mom, I just want three people. I just want too many. I don't like too many energies around me at one time. It, it makes me tired, especially in social scenes. I don't even know how to talk to a group of people at once because the people wear me out. People are so fucking weird. People have all these weird energies looking at you crazy, side-eyeing you, or um, always feeling like you are... For me, I feel like it's always about money or status or living situations or something like that that I can't relate to them about. I don't know what it's like to live for that house. You know what I mean? Like, I've had roommates that were my friends who were staying with me or we had a cohabiting situation that was temporary for them to get on their feet or, you know, whatever. I, I don't know what it's like to be broke like that. And that's mean. Like, but that's the reality of it. Like, since I was a kid, my mom, we, we probably didn't have all the money in the world, but I wasn't struggling like that. Even, and then I've been broke before, but I ain't been back since. I used to be on my ass, but that's past tense. But now I'm so far up, I got jet lag, bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, I can't, and I can't, I don't want to feel, I don't, I don't try to make people feel bad about their situations. Don't make me feel bad about mine. So if people don't want to come and, and share things with me because they feel like they can't say me to, or they can't really revel in the success of an event of mine or are not mentally ready to share a opulent experience or um, a leveled experience. I'm a Capricorn. So I could be, you could give me $20 and I'm going to make that $20 look great because I'm materialistic. Like I'm artistic as at the same time. And I, I don't know what to tell you. Just don't, don't feel obligated. Just say that. Just say, just say that. Don't, don't come around and try to make it seem like you have an issue with me. Just say you have an issue with your situation. So that's my rant. I don't know if that makes any sense. I'm just going to hop into the show. I just wanted to get that out there. And, and don't go around lying on, on the doll. Don't go around lying on me. 
that's another thing. And that no, that's a and that's a sub, like subliminal. Like, don't go just whatever you do, don't go around lying on me. Because bitches love to lie on me on the kid, but when the kid starts telling the truth about them, everybody's feelings is hurt. Everybody's upset and everybody's calling me mean on a bully. You know that girl situation. You know that niggas in this situation. Why would you bring that up? Because you lied on me. You know, I, like, and as time goes on, you know, people in my life, life are in the same situation they were a year ago. I'm not. Um, and I wasn't in the same situation I was that year before. And that's because of God's favor. All glory to God. Thank you, Lord. I prayed. He presented me with situations that I did not throw away. The Lord has blessed me and he saved me. And he has given me, because I have chosen to live a life of good energy and being honest and transparent as much as possible, uh, to, be, to uplift people and be fair with people, um, he has blessed me in abundance. So I'm not really worried about these itty bitty broke bitches. You know what I mean? Like at all. And I'm at the point, whether I've known you for three months, I've known you for three years, or I've known you for since we were kids. Bitch, if you're not fucking with me like that, you don't have to fuck with me like that. It's never no pressure. It never has been. Y'all ain't never heard me about crying to ask any motherfucker to stay. Um, I'm sad to see you go, but fuck you. You know, because there's already too many seats at this motherfucking table anyway. And there's too many roaches on this motherfucking cornbread. So, um, with that being said, our show this week is full of hot topics. Bitch, it's too much shit going on. Um, let's just hop right into it, okay? So, <sighs> oh, bitch. Okay, so the baby and uh, Danny Lee, Danny Leo, whatever y'all want to call her. Okay, so. You already know what the fuck is going on with that. Um, and according to lovebscott.com, shout out to lovebscott.com, uh, Lonnie Love has advice for Danny Lay amid the baby drama. Uh, have your own stuff. Uh, we haven't heard a peep from the baby or Danny Lay since their epic social media blowout. And it's suspected that teams for both artists have swooped in to cover them until the heat subsided. Um, they were still on live and he released another video and basically he was trying to clean it up and everything. Co-host Lonnie Love said, Look, this look, this is my thing. When you get into an argument, we've all been in certain situations. I know I've been in certain situations. Um, she went to on to insinuate that things would be different should Danny have her own house. One of the reasons why as a female I say always have your own stuff so that nobody can sit back and tell you to get your out of their house. Have your own stuff. So Lonnie said if he was that upset, he just should have left for a minute or a day. It's other hotels. You're a rapper. You got the money. Go and leave. Other co-hosts more, were more concerned about their three-month-old child. Instead of going live, call somebody that can help maybe help you navigate the situation a little bit better. It doesn't become helpful when you your three-month-old is going to grow up and be able to watch an entire video of you talking so terribly about their mom, Adrian Bailon said. 
Further stressing her point, Lonnie Love noted, I'm going to say to all the women out there, whether you got a baby mama or whether you got baby mamas, whether you're living with somebody, make sure that you have a place to go so that nobody can embarrass you. You can get up, you can take your baby, and you can be safe. You don't want to be embarrassed. Danny and the baby got involved in an altercation while she was feeding their three-month-old daughter on Sunday night, November 15th. Uh, Danny claimed that the rock star rapper kicked her and their child out of their house so that he could hook up with another woman. Things got even messier when the baby called cops on Danny that night as he accused his baby mama of physically assaulting him. She's not arrested of Sunday on she's not arrested on Sunday, but police were called again on to the MC's house in response to a report of a disturbance on Monday. She has since been charged with two counts of simple assault. Um, and if you click the link in the description box, you can um see where Lonnie and the girls from the reel are talking about it. Um I, okay. Yes, Lonnie Love. Lonnie Love is correct. Absolutely correct. Um, I hate that that has to. Someone has to tell you that. My okay. So I'm gonna just backtrack really quickly because I got shit to do. Um, <laughs> I'm not about to get into all these bitches' mess like that. Like, Danny Lee, Danny Lay, um has been wrong for a very long time. I knew she wasn't wrapped too tight when she dropped that Yellow Bone song and thought that it was going to be a hit, it was going to make it um, as some kind of weird attack on the baby's other baby mamas. Um, but it broke my heart to see her in that stance. And you could tell even in the video that she was actually getting it. Uh, I think she was trying to, she was kind of present and understanding that this shit ain't it. Um, this ain't where a bitch needs to be at all. Um, I'm going to call it self-esteem <laughs> issues. I'm going to... I, I'm going to... I'm I'm gonna first lay it into Danny Lay and then I will go on to the baby. Uh she thought okay. I talk a lot about race and colorism on the show. So I know that this is not something that is foreign. But one thing about Danny Lay and just what she has proven time and time again is that I think she thinks because she is lighter skinned that things would not happen to her. Um, I think she is genuinely shell-shocked that he is treating her the same way that he has shown that he treated every bitch and everybody that he's ever met um, with disrespect. I think she thought because she was pretty, um, light-skinned, uh, small, uh, had like a little pop in, like a little clout, that she was above above the bullshit and that she was the baby's trophy. But in reality, the baby is psychotic. The baby is clearly a narcissist. And I want women and men to collectively gather their things, get themselves emotionally, emotionally armed 
And if you are sitting in a situation right now with a narcissist, because we've been there, I've been there. I want you to get the fuck out. And on one, two, three, get your shit and get the fuck out. Because you look stupid. Chasing someone who hates himself more than he can honestly. Narcissists, they think or they try to perceive themselves as if they love themselves. But in reality, love comes from a genuine. To love yourself comes from a spiritual place. I, I talked to my friend actually about this like maybe a two months ago or so where we discussed humility and humbleness and the difference between um, someone who is arrogant and someone who is actually humbled, but confidence. When you, when you love yourself on a spiritual level and you have a relationship that is above you to whomever you believe in, and whether it's God a lot like you know science you could believe in science but you believe that there is something happening outside of yourself you are humbled but you are understanding that you are able to do anything you understand that you are capable of doing great things and when you are humbled from a spiritual stance or a something bigger than yourself you don't want to be a disservice to other people out there outside of you. You want to bring blessings to the table, like I was speaking about earlier. You want to bring positivity as much as possible. You want to be honest, but what the baby did to Danny Lay was an act of narcissism. Him plugging his tour, him literally embarrassing this girl while his baby slept. But we already know about the baby. I'm not going to go too much more on the baby. I've told y'all he's on the league of the extraordinarily disappointing gentleman. Um, constantly, every week, the baby shows us every week why he, he shows us our, a lot of women and men our issue with self-esteem. The fact that we would allow so, someone who has behaved this way so many chances to be in our lives, whether it's, whether just as a fan, to continuously stream, his music is not that good, to allow that energy to, to go out into the world anymore, to allow what he's saying to ricochet in your home. That message, that energy, that is real. That's where I come from, from it. I don't believe in cancel culture, but there are certain people and certain Certain times where I'm like, oh, okay, this motherfucker is not wrapped too tightly. We need to abstain from um, entertaining this motherfucker. And we need to take that energy back. And I feel like that's the same thing that should happen if you're in a relationship with this person. Whether that person is your, your man, uh, your wife your best friend, your sister, your cousin, your neighbor, a, a friend that you just met three months ago who is taking over and turning your life upside down for their own weird, selfish narrative. Um, 
misrepresenting you while, and while misrepresenting themselves, this is a bigger issue at hand. And I think that Danny Lay is also all of us in a foolish place where we think that someone will see the potential in all of us and that it's important that they see it. If, if, if Danny Lay really believed that she was that yellow bone that everybody wants, he wants a yellow bone, she would have been yellow bone and in some other nigga's bed who could appreciate her, put a roof over her and her three-month-old baby's head. Danny Lay would have been having a place to put her and her babies over her head because if that nigga didn't take care of his other babies, why did you think that you were different? Um, I feel like she didn't seen all she needs to. And from what we gather, she's still over there in that motherfucker's penthouse. And Charlotte getting talked too crazy. And so we do need to pray for Danny Lee. Or Danny Lay, we need to pray for the baby. Um, and I want to pray. We need to pray for each other. Because all of us know one like that. We've all been in situations with, like, niggas who ain't even half of us got us out here looking crazy. And I pray that she genuinely gets a relationship with herself spiritually um, and, and to understand that she's strong enough to get out of that and that losing him doesn't mean that you lost. You know what I'm saying? Um, so let's move on. Uh, last week we did a poll, um, you know, from our... Um, Twitter poll that we always go to on Carmine Davis and Twitter.com slash Carmine Davis. And while you're at it, make sure you guys follow us on Instagram.com slash Carmine Davis, Instagram.com slash Carmine Davis show, Twitter.com slash Carmine Davis, Facebook.com slash Carmine Davis. Um, I'm going to start being more interactive. I haven't used Facebook since they tried some chump shit a couple of years ago, but I'm going to try to integrate some Facebook um, shit for y'all. Um, we did a Twitter poll about the Kyle Rittenhouse trial, and unfortunately, it's looking like, y'all, we were right. Um, I did a Twitter poll that just was cut and dry. Do y'all think that Kyle Rittenhouse will be found guilty? A shocking 89% said, oh, hell no. Um. Mm. Y'all. This Kyle Rittenhouse situation. Okay, um, and according to CNN.com, you know, Rittenhouse jury continues deliberations. Um, the jury has begun its third day of deliberations in the homicide trial of Kyle Rittenhouse, the teenager accused of killing two people and shooting another during unrest in um, Nosha, Wisconsin last summer. Rittenhouse, now 18, is charged with five felonies. The case stems from Rittenhouse's actions in the wake of protests related to the police shooting of Jacob Blake in August 2020. Um, it's not looking good. Um, uh, this is what we know about the jurors in the Rittenhouse case, which matters. Uh, like I was told you guys about the um, R. Kelly trial, it was about the jurors, and that's what I kind of felt like he didn't stand a chance in hell. Uh, the jury in the Kyle Rittenhouse 
um, has begun its third day of deliberations. A group of 20 people, 11 women and nine men were initially selected to serve on the jury on November the 1st from a group of 179 prosecutor jurors, prosecutive jurors. The jury selection consisted of just one day of voir dire in court without the use of background questionnaires. Uh, two people were dismissed from the jury during the course of the trial. One juror, a middle-aged man, was dismissed for telling a joke to a deputy about the police shooting of Blake, an incident that earned and earned a rebuke from the judge. Um, another juror, a pregnant woman, was dismissed after experiencing discomfort and requesting to be dismissed, the judge said. 18 jurors thus sat through the entirety of the two-week trial on Tuesday morning. Rittenhouse himself selected six jurors' numbers out of the tumbler in a random drawing. Those six will not participate in jury deliberations. The remaining 12 jurors were, are made up of five men and seven women, according to a pool reporter in court. The jurors who were selected in the random drawing will serve as alternates. They were asked to remain to the courthouse at the courthouse while the jury deliberates in the case. The jury in the homicide trial of Kyle Rittenhouse resumed deliberations Thursday morning, this morning. Um, this marks the third day of the jury deliberations after closing arguments wrapped up on Monday night. Um, five uh, Kenosha schools moved to virtual learning ahead of Rittenhouse verdict. I don't feel good about this. Um, they were asked to watch a handful of, um, they have, uh, the jurors were uh, asked a court, a handful of questions so far, including requests to rewatch much of the video and evidence of the shooting. One of those videos, a drone video showing Rittenhouse shooting Joseph Rosenbaum as at the heart of defense request, as the heart of a defense request for a mistrial on the case, the jury watched the video and FBI surveillance video Wednesday afternoon for 45 minutes in the courtroom. Prosecutors received a high-definition version of the drone mid-trial, but Rittenhouse defense team says it received a compressed, lower-quality version from the prosecution, which described it as technical glitch. Um, defense learned about the discrepancies after testimony ended and so asked the judge to declare them a mistrial. This is a mess. I don't feel good about it. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be real. I'm gonna keep it all the way a buck with y'all. I don't feel good about this trial at all. I think that Kyle could walk away and be off the hook. I agree with y'all on the Twitter poll. It's not looking good. It's not looking good. Um, I don't know. I'm just sick of it. Honestly, it's just, it's just too much shit going on. I don't know, y'all. Um, I don't know. I'm tired of these white motherfuckers getting away with everything. I, I just say I'm. Um, 
All right, let's just move on. Okay, so let's wrap it up. Okay, so this is from lovebysky.com, our third um, hot topic. Um, before we go into that, make sure you guys follow, rate, review this podcast just in case you're just walking in, um, hearing it somewhere, and you're like, who is this bad bitch? It is moi, Carmine Davis, your nigga, your, your bitch, you know, whatever. Make sure you follow, subscribe, hit that bell button on Spotify. Um, make sure you uh, rock with us. Um, this is from lovebysky.com. Um, Astroworld. What a mess. Um, and his rearing is ugly head, like, all around. Like, and affecting everybody on the road right now, including uh, Lil Uzi. Uh, Lil Uzi faces backlash after he refuses to stop his concert while the audience shouts, people are fainting. Um, following Travis Scott's fatal Astroworld Festival, artists have been making a conscious effort to ensure that fans are safe during their performances. SZA and Tiana Taylor are two artists who've stopped their performance in recent weeks to make sure everyone in the crowd was okay. But that wasn't the case for Lil Uzi Vert. Um, fans are not pleased with Lil Uzi following his most recent show. Videos show fans in the crowd shouting to Uzi that people are fainting while Uzi was performing at the Day in Vegas festival. Uzi addresses the crowd and explains, I don't take no breaks. If it's getting bad, leave. If you ain't gonna leave, stay. And several bad... In several videos circulating on social media, fans can be heard screaming at Uzi, telling him to stop the show. Uzi, you're fucked up, Uzi. There's people fainting, bro. Um, Uzi's set was reportedly cut short following the chaos. This comes following um, Scott's Astroworld's fatalities. Um, Travis and Drake is brought up, is caught up in over 100 lawsuits. He also spoke about the horrible incident and gave prayers for victims. And Travis vowed to pay for the funerals of the victims. Another clip, Uzi told festival organizers not to stop his rage. Just before a computerized voice can be heard telling the audience to take several steps back to give people in front of the stage more room to move. Shortly after the rapper set was cut short, after having only performed a handful of songs, reports say Uzi also showed up 30 minutes late to the 50-minute set. Um, a mess. A mess. Uh, niggas don't give a fuck. Niggas don't give a fuck about nobody but their motherfucking selves and their money. Um, I get that you're there to do a job. You can only control what's, what you do. But a part of controlling your, what you do is also controlling what you're doing while there is chaos and people, supporters who purchased your ticket. That's how I would look at it. Like, I get the idea of, you know, your money being up for debate. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you cut your short, um, your set short, peop, you know, the, the promoters are going to want, you know, their money back. Or there's a conversation about some of the money being taken back. Um, but would you rather that or deal with $70 million, million worth of lawsuits like Drake and um, Travis Scott are dealing with? But, you know, Uzi's always been, he's over there with the, the League of Extraordinarily Disappointing Gentlemen. I, I, Uzi's always in some shit. Like, that's real fuck nigga-ish. Like, nigga, like, come on. What do y'all think? Like, do you feel like Uzi should have stopped his show? Let's, that's the new Twitter poll. Like, we're, do you feel like 
artists are responsible of stopping their show due to uh, audience's behavior? Do you feel like they should keep going? Do y'all feel like people should um, be held, the, the artist should be held responsible? Or do you think that the uh, centers or the festival uh, promoters and security should be held responsible? Let me know. That's going to be our new Twitter poll, twitter.com slash Carmine Davis. I want to put the link in the description box. Um, I like interacting with y'all, seeing where y'all um, heads are. We're usually on the same page, but sometimes we are so far apart. <laughs> and I think that that's interesting as well. Um, and that's the show. I got shit to do. I got to run a Target and um, do shit in the house. Uh, but I love y'all. Um, give me your prayers. I'll keep y'all in my prayers. And I will see y'all hoes next week. <laughs>